0: Let's roll it, girls.
1: Hey there, welcome to this episode of Elvis and the Pink Cadillacs. We're your rock and rye guys, Victory and Skylar, ready to take you on a pink hue journey through the Elvis's life and music. But hey, quick heads up, we're not experts,
0: just
2: Elvis-loving gals having a blast in the pink Cadillac.
1: Our info might have a funky beat, but it's all about the fun, not the perfection. Picture
2: us dancing in the back seat, sharing Elvis
1: tales, interviews, and good vibes. Join our sisterhood of fans, share your Elvis stories,
2: and let's roll together. So buckle up, because with Elvis in the pink Cadillacs, every journey is
0: an adventure.
1: Welcome back to another episode of Elvis and the Pink Cadillacs. It is officially November. We are Christmas spied. Hello. Spooky season is done.
2: This is crazy. It really is crazy that it's already November. And, like, I feel like we haven't talked to you guys. Not only have we not talked to, like, you guys, but I feel like Victory and I have not talked much recently. Because we've both been, like, dealing with, like, so much in our personal lives. Like, I was traveling and, like, Victory has a lot of changes in her life. So it's, like. I feel like right now we're like, oh, like, how's your day? Hey, how's your life going?
1: I know. And the thing is, it's like we're actually besties outside of the podcast. So it's like mm-hmm. we will not only talk about Elvis, but just like life in general. But we've yeah. literally been so busy. We've been MIA on everything.
2: <laughs> we we really have and like I was even telling Victory um uh it makes me sad because I've I've kind of like stepped away from posting a lot of TikTok content. And that's not on purpose. And Victory has been talking about that too for herself. Um, But I just like have not felt creative. I really haven't. And like, I want to make it a goal for myself to like start posting again. So my goal is to make like three TikToks a week and post because that's like where I got started in this community. Like I feel like I got to go back to my roots, you know, like I'm an Elvis Insta girly now. But like, TikTok's where it started. Like that's how we met. Oh, of course, and, and and it's just
1: like, of course, you can only have so many ideas, and you have to take a break and refresh. Yeah, it because really, you don't want to become really repetitive or yeah,
2: and it just so kind of like, get overhyped about it. I feel like I kind of like want to speak on this because like recently, um, I know I have, and I'm pretty sure Victory's felt this too. But like we've just been feeling so burnt out, and like, and when you feel burnt out, you don't have you don't you don't feel like posting and stuff like that. And so I feel like, you know, like I see everyone on the Instagram community and stuff posting all the time. And I feel like I really should post, but like, I just can't get myself to post. And I just like want to say, like, if you're also feeling like that, and you're seeing everyone else post and like, Oh, my God, like, I should be doing my research, I should be reading a book. And if you can't, like, that's seriously, okay, like, take your time, like, like, learning about Elvis, and like, carrying his legacy is a long process and you're gonna do that throughout your whole life so like it's okay if you need to take like two to three months off of like doing Elvis work you know what I mean like researching reading posting like do what you need to do I'm not saying that we're gonna take breaks or anything like that but I'm just saying in general like if you're feeling burnt out like it's okay because we feel like that too
1: It's also healthy to take a step back because you can get overwhelmed by studying the subject so much and get consumed in it that you will forget about like your own reality that you're living in now.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Psychologically, so like, please don't just make this like your whole life. Please go hang out with friends and then hang out with people and like <laughs> live in like the real modern day world. Because as as fascinating as this realm is, everything that's happened is in the past. But it's so important to be in the present. And yeah. speaking of like being in the present, as we're entering the holiday season, we just want you guys to know that we will be taking a few weeks, um, like mm-hmm. a sabbatical break, just to enjoy the holidays with our family and just yeah. to be present in the moment. Because we've been pouring so much into this podcast and next year we're starting off strong with elvis's birthday we're so excited we have a few more episodes to spill the tea on with Mm -hmm. mr elvis Presley, ending the the year out but we will be taking a sabbatical break going into the holidays
2: yeah and we'll let you know too like i was thinking of making like a cute canva graphic letting you know like what the schedule is going to be for the rest of the year um but i definitely think like with the holidays like in i feel like a lot of people have to catch up too like i feel like we always like hammer out episodes like week by week um but it takes a while to listen to a podcast. Like unless you're working, yeah. um, it's like always an hour or more. And thank you again for listening. Seriously, anytime I know for me, those devoted people, weekly. Anytime someone tells me they listen, I'm like, you
1: listen, like you know, like <laughs> you hear us. I don't expect I'm so sorry. To, I'm so sorry. <laughs>
2: oh sorry i don't expect anyone to ever listen to anything that we have to say so like seriously if you if you are still here you've been here from the start if you're new welcome thank you for listening like we seriously we love you guys so much and we're excited to um to get more stuff out for you get some stuff out in the new year um victory and i have been talking about um pushing episodes to every other week instead of every week starting in the new year i think that will help both victory and i be able to breathe a little bit more and also give you guys more chances to catch up on stuff so you don't feel like you're so behind and missing stuff um so let you, let us know what you think about that dm us send us an email um we would love to hear your thoughts on that um but yeah definitely yeah that's the tea on that i feel like we had to do some like business <sighs> work before <laughs>
1: I know and I and I feel like the next tea coming up people have been asking us for months on this topic and our thoughts on it every day oh boy
2: let me every day let me crack my back (laughs) yeah literally I'm like gotta loosen up for this one (laughs) yep before we start like I still haven't seen the Priscilla movie I, I get asked this literally all the time I still haven't seen it. I will probably be seeing it this weekend. Um, I was out of town, so I couldn't see it right away with everyone else. Um, so, yeah, so I don't really have many thoughts yet because I haven't seen it. I see the stuff online, though, um, so I kind of know what's going to happen. Yeah. But, yeah, Victory, you saw it, so let's hear what you have to say. I saw <laughs> it. I feel like
1: I saw it, like, a day earlier than most people saw it. I saw it November 4th at 4 p.m. Um, not that it's important know, when I saw it, but <laughs> – i thought she i had to be the specific dot. right on the <laughs> dot <laughs> um, me and my mom went i wanted to go with someone that was also like a female to be more i guess emotionally understanding because as much as i would like to bring my husband uh he would have been sitting there like what are we doing here can we go home um yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and obviously everyone knows i'm a priscilla fan so i'm gonna be really open and honest with y'all if y'all saw my story on satin and victory you guys got firsthand my personal thoughts on it uh I'll kind of summarize really quick my personal take and again biased if you hate Priscilla obviously you're not going to like the movie I'm just going to say that straightforward if, if you hate anyone you're not going to like anything they produce so knock that off the table if you're a hater just go ahead and don't see it but if you want to see it um it's it's a good decent movie it's not an Austin Butler performance and we have to take in that this is from Elvis's perspective i mean not elvis priscilla's perspective Hold <laughs> um,
0: it's from priscilla's
1: perspective so elvis does not play a huge role in this it's mostly priscilla at graceland it's from priscilla's point of view and elvis travels a lot during their marriage so elvis is not in the picture most of the movie And with that being said, it's slow, the way that it's filmed, it's very choppy. So you'll be at one scene of Priscilla's life, and then it can like fast forward to like a few years in the future to another scene. So just be prepared for that. If you haven't read the book, you might be like a little confused on certain parts of the movie. And the biggest question is, does this deteriorate or affect Elvis's image? So again, this is my personal opinion on what I think Sky will have her own after she sees the movie. But everything that is stated in the book, and that we know of Elvis, that this is not like a hidden fact, he sadly abused prescription drugs. Uh, He wasn't loyal. He loved women. So he was just never able to be loyal in any relationship. And we knew he had his mother's temper because he even admitted that. Those are the three things they play off on in this movie. Those are the three things that are in Priscilla's book. So if you go into that knowing already the facts of what happened, it doesn't exploit anything new. And we also have to remember this was filmed in a different time era. A lot of people don't understand like the fifties and sixties was much different than the present day. So take that into
2: consideration as well. Mm-hmm. And like, um, I've been seeing like a lot of people like posting and saying like, I'm on his side and stuff like that. And like, the, obviously like victory and I are always going to be on Elvis's side. Like we are here because of Elvis. Like we're not here because of Priscilla. Like, but we still, like, respect everyone and, like, we still think it would be cool to go and meet them because I would love to look into the eyes of anyone that Elvis has loved. I think that would be awesome. Um Anyone Elvis has met. I would even meet the colonel if he was still alive, guys. I would do that. Seriously. So, like, I think it'd be really cool to meet literally anyone Elvis has ever been involved with. I actually met – this is so funny I'm saying this because I actually met um, Charles Stone last night. I went to an ETA show um, that had Moses Snow, Victor Trevino Jr., and um, Craig Parker. And I wanted to say thank you, Victor, again for the tickets. Like, I had so much fun. Um, But Charles Stone was there. And that was Elvis's tour manager. And it was so cool to talk to him and hear his stories about Elvis. This is the first person I ever met the new Elvis. I was like, this is crazy. I literally told him that. I was like, you are the first person. And he was wearing the TCB necklace that um, Elvis gave him. And he said that he only wears it to any, to any Elvis event. Like he will not wear it unless it involves Elvis. And I think that's so cool. And um, he told like the cutest little story about like, Elvis wanted to get a family picture with um, Charles family. And he kept trying to hold Charles's daughter and it was in a bathroom. And Charles's daughter would not let, um, let Elvis hold her at all. She literally would not let Elvis hold her. And so, and so he was like, I'm so embarrassed. And then like, they just like, Elvis was like it's okay like we'll do it do the picture next year or something instead and they walked out and Charles was like why didn't you let like Elvis hold you and he was like I was she said like I wasn't gonna let some weird man in a costume hold me in a bathroom (laughs) I mean
1: she's speaking facts like I'm not gonna lie like she doesn't know know.
2: (laughs) and so she was joking that like or he was joking that well that's the only woman to ever reject Elvis Presley and I was like that's so funny because like being her age now could you imagine being like I literally had the chance to have a picture with Elvis and now I don't have that because I didn't want my picture taken in a bathroom (laughs) is there any
1: I mean like I get it but was there any other place that could have gone but a
2: I know he said it was like because that's like where the dressing room was it was like okay like white area that looked like a bathroom essentially how Um, old was she I think she was like four like she was oh she literally was a baby she was was a baby yeah but it's just so funny like hearing stories like that it's so cool to meet people um from any walk of life of Elvis and um, I agree yeah
1: I think so. it's important for those people to be able to share their story too without mm-hmm. judgment because that was their own personal experience and we weren't there. So, why would I strip anyone's words yeah. away from them?
2: I think it really does come down to like we weren't there like we don't know what actually happened and that can go for both sides like we, mm-hmm. when someone writes a book like and someone's like this is true like we will never know if it's true and that's the other yeah. side of like Elvis is gone and we will never know his side and so it sucks and it, we do have to make inferences from like the stuff that we have out there so that's why I feel like everyone kind of encourages like read what you can even if it's bad read it. Um, so like this, like with the movie, like even if you think it's bad, like see it and then like form an opinion off of that. And if you don't like it, you're done. You don't have to see it ever again. And that sucks. Yeah. That, that it wasn't a good experience. Um, but yeah, I mean, I I, feel like we, we know what was going to be in it. Yeah.
1: It was, it was just is what it is. And Mm -hmm. coming from a standpoint, again, of like being such a big Priscilla lover as long, like along with Elvis Presley, um. If you are someone that can relate to Scylla's story about finding your identity coming out of a toxic relationship, I think you might enjoy the film because it does show like woman empowerment. But obviously, take my opinion with a grain of salt. I've just experienced similar story as she did, not to the extent of like everything, but finding your freedom and who you are and having your own voice. And that's what Mm. I'll say about that. I think they they're both are human they're both lovely people and we know priscilla still loves elvis it's very like evident the way she talks about him so that's that
2: and like it like you said like everyone's gonna take something out of it so like it being like kind of empowering for her to feel like free and stuff um like, that's cool that, like, you resonated with that. And I know other people have resonated with that, too. Um And I know, like I said, I haven't seen the movie yet, but I've really seen a lot of posts about it. And I kind of know what goes on in it now. And you um, read the book. You, re- yeah, you know I exactly did. what's going to happen. Yeah, it's been so long. I That's another thing, guys. I've been so bad at reading. Like, and I say all the time I'm going to read. I'm not. I will wonder. No, like, no I know. I feel that. Like, I feel it's that. It's so hard to just sit down and, and have a book in my hand. <laughs> Like, I'm staring at June's book right now, and I'm like, I'm so sorry, June. No, you
1: need to finish that. You need to finish that. It is so good, Sky. Know, like, so I know, good. I
2: know. I know. June when If you're... Is she... June, if you're listening, I doubt you are. Yeah. No. <laughs> we love is you. She,
1: is she still here? Yes, June is still here. Okay. I was trying to yeah. Google that to make sure, because yeah. I know some of the girlfriends have passed, and... I wanted to reach out to her and thank her for her beautiful book. But yeah, if you're listening, thank you for that. It was very heartwarming. Seriously.
2: And I've loved what I've read so far. So I'm, like, probably halfway through. But enough of our little talk for today. Even though it does feel really good to talk, actually. Like, I've it missed does. doing this. I, miss I know. Doing this. We haven't um, done this in a while. I did want to say that, like, our um last episode is only on youtube if you noticed and the reason that it is on youtube is because there were a lot of technical difficulties with that episode and like you guys saw like it got out it got put out so late um and that like wasn't intentional like it wasn't victory and I just sitting here and be like when should we release it like no it, it was it was a mess um and it was nothing that like any of the four of us could like It was nothing that we did. It was literally technology. It was our platform. Our mics weren't. My mic wasn't working, which is why I wasn't Mm. mic'd up. My mic wasn't wasn't working. working. Yeah. Skylar got booted off
1: at the end because the computer
2: got full of storage.
1: That's why you only see my face. It was Mm -hmm. just a lot happening, and we only want to like put out, especially audio-wise, quality Mm. audio. Yeah. So if it isn't like we feel like up to par,
2: our like even if this episode messes up, it's gonna be posted
1: just on YouTube.
2: Yeah. And it was also live as well. So we felt like mm-hmm. because it was live and there was like a lot happening, we really wanted you to watch it. And like Apple, you can't watch it in Spotify. Um, it's sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't for people. So yeah, and plus Victory like spent so much time like editing like the Halloween stuff into there, which was then Literally held, Literally hell to get from there to YouTube. We had one know. failed How? upload, That <laughs> three hours, just, three hours. Uploaded at three. I The video was an hour and 18 minutes. I yeah. don't know where that three hours came from. I uploaded it to YouTube and I was like, hi, hello, who yeah. are you? <laughs> and it was, it was so bad. I tried to edit on YouTube. It didn't work. That took forever. That took a whole day. The next day I left, I went, I was out of town in victory. She was on was, a plane. I was on a plane in victory all day was trying to get it up. And so again so sorry that it took so long for that to get up we try to run a professional business here guys we try we try to run a professional podcast but it's just sometimes technology literally hates us and we are not
0: we're newbies we're yeah we're newbies we're we're
1: infant babies we're little infant babies in this industry
2: But yeah, so just wanted to put like a little PSA about that. Thank you again for still continuing to watch. And we hope you enjoyed the live episode. Oh my gosh. And we're launching holiday
1: merch this week. So you guys get excited.
2: Oh my God. Yeah. Victory yeah. and I are going to work on that this weekend to launch some holiday stuff for you guys. So you guys can get it in time for Christmas or whatever it's you
0: want.
2: T- it's t- sad. <laughs> um, so She's defrosted. Be really She's defrosted. I got to change there. my apartment and make it not... Fall anymore? It's still falling even though it is. Take fall it down. Week. Take I know, it down. No, ma'am. No, I ma'am. It's Christmas, Christmas stuff, though. I have to. There's the candy Christmas. bowl still out. Like I'm Christmas right time
1: is <laughs> here. Mary
2: Chrysler. <laughs> but anyways, should we um intru- introduce our next guest? I believe so. Okay, so up next we have John Daly. If you guys don't know who John is, he is the owner of the Elvis presley boulevard pawn shop i always like, yeah it's such a mouthful to say i know and it, it is He is like a massive collector in the elvis community like you could ask him a question like i feel like he's like kind of like a historian in a way like he knows like everything he's just like a big bowl of information and i love it and um we both had the pleasure of meeting him when he was at the festival in arizona so it's really in Dora, cool. i think yeah, no, he was he in Montana, right? He wasn't. In hey, was it wasn't. Okay, no, I thought no, he was. It was just um, Sydney and Mary. Okay, that was the table, Sorry, my but... bad, guys.
1: My dates get confused. They <laughs> all mentioned but one.
2: Yeah, it was. It was really cool to speak with him in person in Arizona. He, I feel like we could have so talked for friendly. hours because he just had so literally so nice, and just like so much information, which is really cool because, um, like we had in our previous episode um, with Gloria when she talked about collecting. Um, it's a, it's confusing. It's confusing to start collecting, um, and and finding memorabilia and finding out what's real and what's not real. So we're definitely gonna ask John about that. Um, but yeah. So let, let's stop talking. I feel like we talked y'all ears up for twenty. I know. Minutes. <laughs> here we go, so, guys. Please welcome John Daly to the podcast. Welcome, John, to Elvis and the Pink Cadillacs. We're
1: so happy that you're here.
3: Greetings from Memphis. <laughs>
2: Yeah, you're in everyone's favorite place right
1: now. <laughs> Literally the hot spot where we all want to be. Did yep. I see you post that Graceland's lit up? Were you, were you there to see that?
3: I was. I drove by the other night and it was uh, lit up. And so I stopped and uh, they were filming uh, for the NBC <sighs> special that's coming up. So, uh, so people funny. were leaving with the equipment. And uh, yeah, it was it was really hopping up there. And I learned that if people are in front of the house and they're having a good time, you can actually hear it on the street. And then uh, I was telling a friend of mine who used to be a gay girl when Elvis was alive. Oh and she's like, oh, yeah, she said, we heard Charlie get cussed one night for leaving the door open for Elvis.
1: Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I was like, I, like I didn't know you
3: could hear on the street. She's like, yeah, you can.
1: <laughs> I love that That so is much. amazing. Can you imagine the things that they've heard?
2: That, like no one else has heard. <laughs> Just the-
3: I can't. I can't, the gate. I can't even fathom it.
2: No. Are you going to try and go see more of it when it's being filmed?
3: Um, Probably, probably not. I always do a uh, a Graceland tour. I always mm-hmm. recommend to do the night tour because the house takes on a whole new vibe. And yes. it's really exceptional to do a night tour of Graceland.
1: Yes, I believe it. I feel like that's when Elvis was awake. So I feel like the house yeah. is awake.
3: Yeah, it just at night and at Christmas, it's like a whole different vibe. A thousand percent.
2: And I'm so happy we're in the season, his favorite season as well. So I'm excited and I'm happy that Graceland's lit up and it's ready to go. Bring on the holidays. I know. (laughs) Um, yeah, so John, thank you again for coming on. Um, I feel like so many people in the Elvis community know who you are. And like it, you just like I explained before you how it came on here, just like I feel like a bowl full of information, full of all the Elvis information. And it's cool to be able to speak to you about all this stuff. Um, so Victory is going to go ahead and take it away with some of our questions. Okay. So
1: obviously, you have such a story. And I want to start from the beginning. How and when did you begin your Elvis
3: journey? Very young. Um, I was uh probably elementary school, like maybe kindergarten, first grade. And we had a family vacation to Myrtle Beach. And, uh, you know, I was into superheroes like most boys are, you know, Batman and, you know, all of that <laughs> kind of stuff. And we did a uh, wax museum tour down there. And uh, so Elvis was there in his Aloha from Hawaii suit, you know cake, mm-hmm. bell bottoms, you know, you gotta admit the guy looked like a superhero. Oh yeah. Yeah. So, uh, I, I said to my, my parents, I'm like, so, uh, who, who is he? And you know, my mom explained to me like, oh no, he was a real person. And uh, so it's kind of, it's interesting. Like most people I think become fans by hearing him. I became a fan by seeing him. And uh, wow. So anyway, long story short, get back to Ohio and uh, the Aloha from Hawaii aired on PBS like a couple months after that. And I caught it start to finish. And uh, I thought, wow, that guy's pretty cool.
1: i've never heard someone seeing a wax figure was a wax figure at least realistic enough to the point where it was that impressive i've seen a few and they're kind of scary
3: i mean i was probably (laughs) six so to me it was realistic (laughs) i would probably see it now and go like this but i mean it resonated with me as a six-year-old so you know who knows
1: (laughs) that's amazing i would have not guessed that story at all I would have thought music, not a wax figure. So that's a really cool yeah, that's journey.
3: A the wax figure. And then, um, let me pull these up. So, uh, I, I keep these on my phone. Um, and then, so like, um, Oh gosh, probably late, like 1988, I think 89, somewhere in there. We, uh, we did a family vacation to Tennessee. And so, um, I begged my parents to take me to Graceland.
2: Oh, oh my goodness!
0: Oh Uh, my gosh, you're so tiny!
2: I love it. I love it. Oh my gosh!
3: Yeah, so that was uh, that was me at Graceland for the first time.
1: Is that in front of the stables? What? Where is Uh, that backyard? Backyard. Okay, I haven't been there yet, so forgive me that yeah. is amazing you were like so fresh, I, like,
3: when i, it I opened spent a lot too. of time kind of growing up at graceland too so you know like yeah. being a child and then you know like coming back so it's very sentimental to me to be like oh yeah i remember being a little kid standing over here oh, that's so cool that
1: is so cool because you yeah you practically did have your childhood growing up there because you started being a fan so young not many people can say they have that that's mm-hmm. awesome mm-hmm.
3: no completely founding myself Oh what my gosh. Year
2: do you do you remember what year it was like when you became a fan?
3: Um, probably around eighty six. Okay. okay. Yeah.
2: I always think of like
3: the eighties, like
2: years when people become fans, cause, like obviously like Victory and I were, um, last year. So I'm like, damn, like I was. It's been so long since Elvis has passed, but for you to like be a fan only like ten years, even that's still a long time. But still yeah. think about it, like in terms of now, like it's it's kind of crazy that.
3: Well, it's interesting because I think he kind of skipped my generation because there's not a lot of people from the 80s that like Elvis.
0: Mm-hmm. You got like the people yeah. that
3: grew up in the 70s that remember him. And then it's like now you have like the younger uh, fans that are coming in, too. But like if you think about people from that decade, um, you know, kind of the big hair decade. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Elvis was not cool.
1: That's so Weird to me to think about because he was such a big thing in the 60s and 70s. But I mean, I guess there was like new iconic artists coming up like Michael Jackson and Madonna and all that, though.
3: Yes. So like he kind of took a backseat in the 80s. So for (laughs) me to kind of find him um, and then, of course, you know, wearing an Elvis T-shirt to school wasn't very cool either. Oh, oh
1: oh come on <laughs> now i'm like that's the coolest all, thing ever <laughs> they uh, yes.
3: didn't, didn't mesh well with the new kids on the block shirts that were there oh you know? my that's gosh true.
1: That's, that's true so funny. I, I get that but still
2: they're missing but out i yeah. often think about like what would elvis have been like in the 80s like i would have loved can you imagine his style in the I, 80s 80s so, and 90s and yeah. early
1: 2000s elvis in low-rise <laughs> jeans <know>. please <laughs>
3: I just want to know what
2: the transition at, of the at, at some been. point he
3: would have had to hang up the jumpsuits. I think that yeah. point was getting close, you know, Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> he, he probably would have reinvented himself. Like he always did.
2: Yeah. A thousand percent,
1: a thousand percent. Now, um, growing up then, when did you start collecting? What made you want to start collecting memorabilia?
3: Um, I don't know, you know, just kind of being fascinated with him, you know, I kind of, um, Um, I got like a couple of 45s and then, uh, they had like these candles from the seventies. I remember that was actually the first thing I found. Um, and you know, I just remember like picking up things, bits and pieces along the way. Um, Mm -hmm. the, I went to a garage sale when I was probably a teenager and the lady gave me her concert scarf. So that kind of, yeah.
0: Huh. Just yeah.
1: willingly gave it away, ma'am. <laughs> I'm sorry. What?
0: <laughs> yeah.
3: So, like, were you even in then,
1: Memphis or like no, where were you Ohio. at that time?
3: I, I was in wow. my hometown in Ohio. Wow. Yeah, I went to the I went to this garage sale and I said, "Do you have any Elvis stuff?" And she said, "No, I sold all the records this morning." What What do you want? them? And uh, you know, I said, well, I'm a big Elvis fan." And she said, "Well, I have something you can have." So she took me in her house, and she pulled open this drawer that was like in a, a dresser at the bottom of her stairs. I'll never forget it. And she hands me this uh, Ziploc baggie. And she goes, here, you can have this. And I go, oh, thanks. What is it? And she goes, oh, it's my concert scarf that I got from the show.
0: Oh, and I was like, on. oh.
3: And then, you know, I do one of these, and it's got his name on it. And Wow. that, that Do we know...
1: What year it was from, or it was just one of the concerts. That's crazy.
3: Unfortunately, I, I, I think she said it was Michigan, so it could have been any number of shows. You know, in the in yeah,
2: yeah,
3: seventy four to seventy seven because it's white. Uh, mm-hmm. so it's I think it's sitting over there in my case, but um, I was
0: gonna yeah, say, that, please that, tell that me kind of started it. <laughs> it.
3: Yeah, I mean that that kind of started the whole. You know, I got concert tickets at a young age, and um. And then I kind of thought to myself, like, well, there, it's it's cool to uh, uh, it's cool to have Elvis stuff, but it's really cool to have stuff before he died.
2: Yes, yes, a thousand yes. percent. Completely. I feel like the coolest things are always just like in a Ziploc bag, too. <laughs> Most
1: and it's like-, like people don't know how to properly store them; they're just somewhere in a box in a garage or something. Yeah. I like, actually you doing? let me let
3: me grab something real quick here.
1: Okay. Oh,
0: please do. Please do. I, I I know. Just... So um
2: Wow. Oh, oh my gosh. Goodness. Oh my goodness.
3: <gasps> yeah, so this has um
1: Oh my gosh! That, that, wow. All those photos.
3: That, yeah, this has this has pictures of everything you can that's out there.
2: That's wow, crazy!
3: And they, it was a book at my local library, in and, and I uh, checked it out so many times that they finally just gave it to me. That's so. Funny.
1: I thought you were going to say I checked it out and never checked it back in. <laughs> but that no, would have been
3: me. It still has my Ohio uh, uh, tag in here, oh, so I, 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 I think I got this book when I was like fifteen. And oh, I still cool. use it. What those. is it called? Uh it's the Roslyn Craner Price Guide.
1: Oh my wow. gosh, how cool. I want to find that now. I'm sure it's rare.
3: It's uh they're not terrible. They're about 20 bucks, I think. Oh, okay. Um but yeah, any any younger fan who wants to collect, I highly recommend this book.
1: Oh, amazing. Okay, so that's a good starter then that you would say.
3: I mean, I literally was using it last night for some stuff that came in the collection, and I'm like Wow, I've had this book since I was like 15, and I'm still using it.
2: That's so cool, though. It's like an Elvis textbook. It's literally like an Elvis textbook in a way.
3: (laughs) I mean, I have like pencil markings in here when I got stuff, and I had there's stuff that's circled in there that I want, and that's kind of I laugh now because I'm like, man, I used to want one of those, and now I've got like five of them.
1: Oh my god, (laughs) it that is so with all this knowledge and just like how many years you've been putting into this, would you call yourself an Elvis historian in a way?
3: Um, I, I guess, I mean, I, it's, uh, I don't know. I I like, I like the real story. I like to know, um, you know, the, 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 the history behind stuff. A lot of people kind of want to know like his personal life and his love life and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. I'm actually the opposite. I'm more into, the business aspect of stuff. Mm -hmm. So I'm more fascinated with the contracts um, and promotional stuff that happened to kind of get his career off the ground and stuff that happened. uh, Mailer uh, uh, newsletters and stuff from Colonel Parker's office, that stuff, you know, thrills me to death.
1: That's amazing. Uh, I have, you might be able to put more preface to it. But there's something about a journal I heard about that I should ask you, do you know anything about a journal? There is a certain name for it. I just remember journal, though.
3: Um, there was a 56 journal. Was that okay. it? The
1: yeah, I journal. think so.
0: Yeah,
3: they did a, uh, a, there was a journal. There was a, a photo album. There was a record box set that you could put your 45s in. And then there was something else. There was like four things they had. They were like a salmon color. Um, but they did a 56 journal back in the day. They're very okay. tough. I don't have one.
0: Okay. Oh Wow.
2: Um, okay. Well, with all of this stuff that you were collecting, when did like the idea to even create the pawn shop start? I would love to know more about that.
3: Um, so I used to work for, uh, Verizon, uh, for a long time, 15 uh-huh. years and, uh, was in Ohio. And then I, um, Did a uh, job transfer. I got a promotion. I went to St. Louis. And then when I was in St. Louis, I figured out that Memphis was like four hours down the road.
2: Mm -hmm. Oh, wow.
3: Yeah. I wore the road out. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I can imagine. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Every weekend, just (laughs) hopping over.
3: Yeah. So I uh, became good friends with the people at Marlowe's. And then they opened up the gift shop there at Marlowe's. And then, uh, Tony, uh, who started Marlo's, was like, Hey, like, I need, I need some stuff for my gift shop. You know, can you help me? And I'm like, uh, yeah, man, I just moved from Ohio. I got all kinds of stuff. So I sold off, uh, like my Christmas ornaments and, uh, stuff I picked up over the years and was kind of like, why, why do I have this? Mm-hmm. So I unloaded all of that, um, started helping him and then um, decided eventually just to move down to Memphis. Um, And uh, people started asking me like, hey, can you help me sell this? And then I got people who were like, I've got Elvis gave me this and I have this. And then I kind of realized that a lot of the people that knew Elvis knew him, but they didn't know like what some of the value of their artifacts were. And uh, so I said, well, I." saw this sell at auction and so i just that's actually kind of how it started i just kind of um it was just really just kind of i fell into it just trying to help some people out that i knew and then i just kind of realized that uh wow people actually really buy a lot of Elvis stuff
2: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah i feel like he truly has like the most merch ever With any artist, like, there's just so many things you can buy with Elvis's face on it. Everything. Yeah. Everything. Everything (laughs) Everything out there. (laughs) That's really cool, though, that, like, it it just, like, kind of happened on accident, like, just because you were helping someone out. And so had it always been in Marlowe's then?
3: Yeah. So, yeah, I started helping them out. And then um, I got hooked up with the folks down at Relics in Tupelo. And Mm -hmm. because I wanted to have a presence in Tupelo. Um, and then I started working on an online store and then it's just kind of like, to be honest with you, um, uh, I'm, I'm kind of like what Elvis said in 56, like, you know, if it it works great, if it doesn't, then I've had my day, you know?
0: Yeah. Yeah. And
3: it's, I, I'm just, uh, very thankful to everyone who supports the business and and everything. I am a fan first. Um, Mm -hmm. it never started out to be a business. It just, Mm -hmm. I was a fan and then. I thought, oh, well, I could, you know, because, you know, I used to pass up on the stuff that I, I'd buy a whole collection. You know, I didn't want a whole collection. I would just pick out the stuff I wanted and then be like, well, I don't want the rest of it. Uh, But then I, you know, kind of figured out like, oh, you can just buy the whole collection and then pull out what you want. And then people will buy the other stuff. But Mm -hmm. I don't know. Yeah. That's cool.
2: That's cool. Yeah. (laughs) I love how you said like you're a fan first, because I feel like, that's kind of like with everyone in the community, like even like um, I feel like tribute artists too, like we kind of tried to we, when we first talked to um Cody deonath, we were like we really were hounding in him, like, are you an elvis fan like are tribute artists mm-hmm. like actually elvis fans and like it was really cool to learn that like most of them are for fans yep. first, and um like with us like in the podcast too like. It literally started because we are fans, like, and it's cool to, like, continue, like, have a piece in continuing his legacy in a a way. Um, And I I will say, like, when I first became a fan, you were, like, the first person that I ever, like, looked at, like, your shop, like, first stop. Oh, really?
0: Yeah, you you were.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, "Oh my God, wait, what is this?" And I was like, still trying to figure everything out because it's so overwhelming. There's so much like to learn and know, and I know, like with the memorabilia. And I'm just like, I feel like I'm so in over my head. But I just like remember like scrolling on your store and like screenshotting stuff and sending it to my mom for my Christmas list. <laughs>
3: <laughs> well, it's like I, I do the memorabilia, and it's like I do before death, I do after death, I do uh-huh. books, I do records. And then sometimes somebody might ask me about a foreign record and I'm like, oh, bro, I, I don't have enough knowledge. I don't, my, my brain is overloaded with Elvis. Don't ask me about a record from Spain. I don't know. <laughs> I know.
2: I know. It's, it's so funny you bring that up because we um, had Gloria on recently and she also collects. And she was talking about, she got two, I think they were 78s, which I didn't even know 78. 78. Think, yeah, um From Japan. And we were like, I didn't even know there were like foreign like records out there like yeah I was, like so shocked so it's just like you learn something new every day I feel like
3: oh I I still continuously find stuff and see stuff that I didn't even know um existed and and variations on things of uh, you know so it's like you know if, if the people that say they have everything I'm just like oh yeah huh i mean like yeah. nobody nobody has it all trust me i th- no. just i think i've seen just about everything some random thing comes along and i'm like oh that's cool i never saw that before
1: <laughs> it's just crazy because he was always giving away so much stuff yes. so you really just like don't know what he had because it was as quickly as he got it it was, might have been as quickly gone. as he gave it away
2: to someone yeah. Yeah. yes yes do you have any of like elvis's clothes or anything?
3: I don't think I have any of his clothes at the minute. I've had a few things here and there that I've sold. Mm-hmm. Um, I've got some jewelry, um, autograph stuff. Um...
2: I feel like you have a whole slew of things on that oh, online yeah. store.
0: Uh, <laughs> well, I,
3: I've got I've got the hat from Charo. Does that count as clothing?
2: Yes, it does. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes sir. let yes. <laughs> We were going to bring this up later, but let's pivot for a second. Yep. What's what? Let's what's here about this event that you're doing in Arizona, John, with the
3: with the hat from Charo? <laughs> um, so I will be there February something, uh, February fourteenth, I think. 14th. I think it's
2: I think it's fifteenth. I want 15th. to say it's the fifteenth.
3: <laughs> I'm like, I got. I'm trying to make it through the day still. Uh, <laughs> and uh so I'm going to be there at Apache Land, where uh, the ch- the chapel and the barn, and I'm going to have some artifacts that. uh the hat included, and uh, we're gonna do uh, kind of a charo one hundred and one that day.
2: So cool. exciting!
3: That's yeah. so and exciting. you're gonna be there,
2: Sky? Yes, I will be. <laughs> <laughs> so excited! <laughs> so if you, anyone is from Arizona that's listening to this, seriously go. Um, mm-hmm. Like John said, it's in February. There's like a flyer on his Instagram um, that you can yeah. go look at. It's, it's as free. Well. It's
0: free to go. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. And, and I, I I'm,
3: recommend.
0: If I'm you learning there. stuff
3: about the movie as I'm kind of uh, deep diving into stuff and. So it's been a fun experience for me because it's my favorite film. And yeah. now I'm learning things about the movie that I'm going to pass on to people who probably they will learn some things too. So it's been, yeah. it's going to be a good time.
2: It, exactly. And it's cool to like be around the church that was literally there. Like it, it's so I know. crazy. Like, I feel like that doesn't happen a lot nowadays. You don't get to be on movie sets. That and all this was on. and
3: uh, uh, so today uh, I was in the warehouse I, and I, I knew I had them but I didn't know where they were uh, but there, so when they moved the chapel from the original uh-huh. Patchy Land to where it's at now um, when they moved it there were pieces of the chapel that uh, were basically scraps and so uh, through one of the fan clubs uh, I ended up with scraps from the chapel so if you come out you may be able to take home some of the chapel with you
1: Spy. Sky, run, victory! You now. gotta get here, bro. We gotta hit.
3: And they're big too. That's they're they're not like little scraps of wood. Like these are like these are pretty decent chunks of wood that I have. I knew I, I like had them good.
1: Oh so cool, good chunks. Oh God,
2: it's it's fine. I'm fine.
0: You're shipping me
1: one if you get it. Yeah, maybe Sky, we'll see. i will it, in it in
2: over. <laughs> it could be our friendship piece of wood. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Well, I'm really excited. And again, anyone that's listening, if you're in Arizona, we better see you in February. So, going back to some of the pieces in your collection, what is like the rarest thing that you have in your collection at the moment?
3: Um, gosh, there's there's several several different things. Um, uh, I mean, I've got a ring. Early, early ring from like 1959, 1960 um, that he wore on TV. It was kind of a you sh- big deal.
2: You showed me pictures of
1: that <laughs> just, ring. Just
0: kinda. <laughs> I <Yeah>. was like,
3: <laughs> I you know, it's 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 kind of it's kind of my child, so you know, I kinda of keep that under tight wraps. hmm Um yeah. yep. But um I mean i I just I've kind of picked up everything kind of like early on, you know, all the way through. I've got Uh, movie scripts, I've got some of the VIP box sets, I'm looking at my stuff over here, Um, I've got one of his ties, oh, I do have clothing, I've got one of his ties from uh, the 50s, one of his neckties from the 1950s back there Um, I've got um, some of the invitations from the films, I got uh, some of the, oh, I have the uh, bow tie from Frankie and Johnny, one of the bow ties from Frankie and Johnny's over here, yes, I do have clothing You do have clothing, (laughs) It's just a nice like, sure. so long I forgot it. I'm like I'm like, what's that orange thing over there? Oh yeah, it's the type Frankie and Johnny. My
0: God.
3: Um so yes, I do have you know, it's um at the clock. I've got the clock that was given to Alfred Decipio from uh Singer. So in the Elvis movie where the guy, you know, comes in and he's like, There has to be a Christmas song, we're gonna sue you. Yeah. That was yeah. the Alfred Decipio character. And so Colonel okay. and Elvis gave him a, a really huge fancy clock that had the date of the 68 comeback engraved on the top. And so <gasps> I got that out of his estate. It's, I'm looking at it right now. So. Oh,
1: my God. <laughs> it's just in your office. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. How cool. And, and it, it's the engraving and everything. That's yeah, so, so it's wild. Yes, Elvis and uh-huh. the
3: Colonel. And then um, so this, do uh, you see what's what's over my shoulder here?
2: Yes, cheese. You see, like the corner of it. Oh yeah.
3: You can see the corner of it.
2: Yeah. <gasps> oh wait, the the Fun and Acapugo uh yes. vinyl.
3: <laughs> yes. So that is. Uh, let me see if I can find my picture here.
0: Um.
1: Bye. Bye. Wait, is that is that the one you he held?
0: It's
3: Colonel Parker's. Colonel's. The, the wow. black one that was Elvis's is at Graceland. When I did the tour the other day, uh, it's at Graceland. And then if, uh, the top of it says, from Elvis and the Colonel.
2: Oh, my God.
1: That's yeah. so
3: cool. That's so cool. I just recently I got would, this one.
2: I
1: would use it as my briefcase every day. <laughs> I don't think people understand.
3: <laughs> goes to work. Goes to I don't work. Know. Goes it's to work. Which old, you know. It's a little old, you know. It's kind of old, you know.
1: Yeah, it's like those bougie bags that you don't put anything in, but you just carry for fashion. Yeah, it's,
3: it's like it's like my Versace bag or my Prada.
1: Exactly, bag.
0: It's, it's my version. Exactly. Of it. <laughs> I love it. I love it you know, so much. Like it doesn't much.
1: have anything in it. It's all about the looks. It goes with the fit. It goes with the fit.
3: <laughs> yeah, I just got to get my picture of Elvis and the Colonel printed out and put next to it. So
1: that's, that's gonna that's perfect. so cool. but What is your favorite piece in your collection?
3: Um, I don't know. I mean, I have so many of them probably, um, I mean, each one is kind of sentimental, like, uh, probably this, hold on,
0: let me open it up here.
3: So Elvis's, uh, nurse Tish is a really good friend of
0: mine.
3: Yes. She's uh, like my mother, almost like we're super tight. And, uh, so this is the gate opener to Graceland that was hers.
2: Wait, put it to, um, more. There you go. Now <gasps> you
1: that. So that,
3: that was the click, click. That's what got into Graceland. I mean, oh it's, my it's, it doesn't look like much, but it was hers.
2: That's, that's yeah. so cool. That's so yeah. sentimental.
3: Yeah. And then I have a picture, uh, of, of, uh, Harold Lloyd when he, uh, was taking somebody up to Graceland and his, his, they, so I have a picture of like back in the day of them in the cars and yeah this is exactly what they were
1: how cool
2: i love it it's so
1: big too (laughs) i don't know why i didn't think the gates were automatic back then i thought people got out and like moved them i forgot how advanced technology was in the 70s and 60s
3: (laughs) and then um like uh so elvis's house in palm springs not the honeymoon house but the chino canyon house yeah Mm -hmm. and uh there's the keys to those (gasps) And then there's, they came from Sunny West, so there's Sunny at the at the house with them.
2: Oh my gosh. Yeah. Oh my gosh.
3: <laughs> he gave them to a friend of mine, and then when she died, I ended up with them. So there's there you oh. go. There's there's the keys to Palm Springs. So I don't know. I, I mean, it's like, how do you choose?
1: Yeah. How do you yeah. choose? Because they all have special value. <laughs> yeah. In yeah. a different Seriously. way.
3: Yeah, oh everything. Everything is like a, a lot of the stuff that I have is very sentimental because a lot of it also came from a lot of my friends who knew Elvis. Yeah, mm-hmm. and so it was yeah. like you know, it's got an Elvis connection, but it was actually theirs. Mm-hmm. So it's like, okay, yeah, that's the Graceland gate opener, but that was actually Tish Henley's gate opener. That's
2: so cool.
3: Yeah, and it does but the amount
2: of. Time. I'll, just <laughs> try. I'll just try. I tried it. You're like sitting there, like.
3: <laughs> Sorry, Angie, if you're watching, it doesn't work.
2: Open it up. How <laughs> oh,
1: funny. <laughs> He's just click, 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 click out front. Nothing's open. Well, I, I
3: went, I went down there one day with it, and I, I said, if this thing opens the gate, I'm going to fill in the blank. <laughs> <laughs> just
0: waltz
2: right up the driveway. I was <laughs> like, oh, no, Hello. no, no, anymore. <laughs> How did, I actually have a quick question. How did you end up meeting so many people like in the Elvis community that knew him? Did you just end up going to like a lot of events and eventually like uh, built those friendships?
3: So the, um, the Elvis, the Elvis community is very, very small and very tight. As you, as you guys know, like, um, Mm -hmm. you know, I could probably say a few names and you would be like, oh yeah, I know them. Yeah. Well. Mm -hmm picture uh the people that knew elvis uh from his world is even a smaller circle and so um i just you know i would get i would meet somebody and you know we'd become friends with them and then they would say like uh oh have you ever met so and so and of course i'm like uh no oh well we should have lunch with them Oh yes, that would be a great idea. And and so uh it's uh so that's really all of the Elvis people who knew Elvis. Their circle is really 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 small. And mm-hmm. they all know each other. And so it was just kind of by uh, really by association is kind of how yeah. I got paired up with um like just crazy things happened just because I knew somebody. And they were like oh well yeah he's a friend of mine you know and it was just like oh well i've never met you but come on in my house i'm going to show you everything that i have and it's like (laughs) it's crazy how did this happen but it it was literally (laughs) just by association of the people that knew elvis it it was it's their their circle is very small
1: yeah cool that is like so nice of them also to be willing to introduce you to these new people and for those people to be so welcoming to you. And that's such a th- rare thing in the community. I feel well in any community, but it's so cool how the Elvis community is so welcoming to everyone and wanting to share their stories.
3: I I remember um, I was probably living Yeah, I lived in St. Louis at the time. So this has been a while ago. Um, I was down on the weekend, I was uh, touring Graceland. And I came out of the meditation garden. And, you know, I had my cell phone with me. And so like, uh, the number I didn't have, I didn't had, I didn't have a Memphis number, you know, at that time. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, this Memphis phone number calls me and I'm thinking like, what is this? So I, you know, hello. Mm-hmm. And, uh, this, this guy on the phone, he's like, uh, very soft spoke. Hi, uh, is this John Daly? I'm like, yeah. Oh, hi. Uh, it's, uh, Dr. Nicopolis. Oh my God. I'm like, George.
0: <laughs> he's What? Like, <laughs>
3: yeah yeah doctor it's dr nick uh hey i just got off the phone with uh so and so and uh he gave me your phone number and said you were in town and uh i just would like to talk to you uh you know because i'm writing a book about elvis i'm oh, like oh okay. my gosh hey can i meet you down at Marlowe's tomorrow i'm on the graceland property i'm like
1: hello ring-a-ding-ding
3: so yeah i I had uh i had dinner with uh, dr nick because he wanted to talk to me while he was writing his book and i'm like i never met the guy
2: that's so
1: cool wow
2: is that elvis magic i know you say that as well is that elvis magic like
3: (laughs) i yeah I, i think back on some things and i think how in the world did that come through
2: yeah, right. Oh, yeah. yeah, we've
1: had a few experiences of like that of our own.
2: It's uh, yeah, crazy, it's crazy, it's cr- crazy. And I feel like that goes to show like the people that Elvis surrounded himself with, too. Like, for the most part, they were all good people, and like they still continue to welcome new fans, like talking about and t- tell their stories to him. Like, I just think that's so awesome. Um, because there is such a huge age difference now. Um, I was talking Jake. about there is. earlier, um, last night I went to a tribute artist show and Charles Stone was there, Elvis's tour okay. manager. And I talked yep. to him and he was so nice to talk to him. Um, and I told him he was the first person that I met that, that I've met that has actually known Elvis and was clo- it was closer with Elvis. And so I was like, this is really cool. And he was, he was wearing, um, his TCB necklace that Elvis gave him. And I was just like staring at it like, wow, like, this is
3: crazy. <laughs> he's a great guy. He's a really yeah. cool guy.
2: You're so nice. Um, and so it's just so cool to be able to, to speak with people and they still care. So,
3: <laughs> well, you know, I just a little side topic, you know, I, I don't want to get too much into it, but no, you yeah. know, with, with what you said about like how, what the age difference, you know, these people that knew Elvis are, they're all hitting the 80 year mark, you know? Yeah. And so it's like, um, you know, I understand Graceland is kind of in a quandary with finding guests. You know, I kind of in the same way with the event that I do at the Holiday Inn, it's not yes. easy to get, they might be alive, but that doesn't mean that they're mobile and willing to do it.
0: Mm-hmm. And so, yeah.
3: um, you know, I know there was a big blow up recently about, you know, how EPE leans a lot with the ETA stuff. But, mm-hmm. you know, if you, if you as an Elvis fan, if you put that into perspective and you think, okay, you get 12 people that are in their 80s, that are around the country all in one place at one time. They all it's need hard. naps. They all need, you know, mm-hmm. transportation. Like it, it's not easy to do. So it's like, yeah. you know, I know Graceland tries their best to bring guests in, but mm-hmm. it's not not easy because they're either dead or they're in their eighties.
2: Yeah, yeah, a thousand percent. And um, we definitely want to talk about your event that you put on in a little bit. We're going to ask you about that. Um, Cause you do it for both. Elvis Week and birthday—is that Mm -hmm. correct? Okay, that's so exciting. Okay, we're gonna save that for just like in a little bit, though. Yeah. Um. So, and Victory's gonna continue with a couple more questions. (laughs) Okay. All right. So, what is something that you came across that you were like
1: you literally could not believe that you found it?
3: Um. Wow. Uh, Gosh. Which? Which? Probably all of it. Which day That's was? Right. um Well, okay. I'll tell you what. Let me see. Um, I I hope I don't get in trouble with this one. Um, oh no. So the one of the things that you uh, mentioned was Charles Stone. That's why it, it brought popped in my mind. Yeah. Um. So I found some scarf allocation sheets. Um, one time, and they're I think they're over here in my case somewhere. But uh, so basically, there was a couple different ways that you could have got a scarf from Elvis. You uh-huh. could have gotten the scarf from the man himself from the stage. You could have bought it uh, at the concession stand, and you also could have gotten it from one of the Memphis Mafia. So they had scarf allocation. Uh, there's a basically when they came in, you know, uh, Colonel wanted to know where all these scarves were going. They were still being paid for, but uh, the Memphis Mafia guys did get scarves. And, uh, you know, maybe as kind of like a goodwill gesture to, you know, some of the younger ladies that were there. Um, so the guys had access to the scarves and now I have sheets to prove that guys had access to the scarves.
2: Oh my gosh. And
3: one of the letters is signed by Charles. And so I remember I said, Oh, what is the scarf (laughs) allocation? He's laughing. he's like, Oh, I wondered if one of those was ever going to pop up.
0: (laughs) Oh my it god. It was the Zito
3: sign, you know, so it was like, you know, several hundred scarves divided among what, 15, 20 guys, you know? And oh
2: my gosh. They were
3: like currency.
2: <laughs> oh yeah. my god, that's so funny. <laughs>
3: I love that. Yeah. So sometimes there are things that you run across and it's like, what is this? Okay.
1: But <laughs> Some reason, though, that doesn't surprise me. I mean, like, it's the boys. And, like, it just doesn't surprise me at all.
3: You know, one of my friends may have mentioned to me those were as good as money on the road. They were better than money on the road, you know?
1: Yeah. I believe I it. I've imagine. heard the stories of the girls jumping on tables to get to the front to get a scarf. Like, well, I you could know. only imagine.
3: If you were nice to Lamar Fike, you might have been able to get one.
1: Yep, I would have been batting my eyes and been like, "Hello, Hello? (laughs) scarf? (laughs) Do you have a scarf for me?"
3: But there are there are actual documents that show who got what.
1: Wow! Wow. Down to the scarves—that's so meticulous and so specific. Yes that'll
3: do it i've never had anybody ever come and tell me though that they got their scarf from one of the guys though it's always they got their their, true from elvis
2: true
1: if you're listening to to this please step forward if you got a (laughs) scarf from one of the
3: guys if you got one from charlie hodge please let us know
2: (laughs) please step forward no one's gonna admit that they're like it was from elvis what are you talking about
3: So, I mean, that is a that is a prime example of things that are out there that you just like, wow, where did this come from? Yeah. yeah. That's why yeah. I said the business aspect of Elvis is a lot of fun because it's like, hey, we can't be giving away several hundred scarves to the guys and not have them allotted for. We need to yep. keep track of this. Let's write it down. It's Exactly. It's true. And then it I'm is, like, I've... 50 years later, I'm like, what is this? And it was documented right there. Now you have yeah. to... The... <laughs> Yeah. and charles what's he just the... laughs he goes man i never
1: thought those would surface well, that's crazy right here You're man like, i the got colonel...
3: them. <laughs> what's that
1: did the colonel keep track of everything was he very um specific on keeping a hold of stuff
3: uh i would like say him down? and vernon were both uh very okay. uh they kept yeah they kept very good uh records of of everything yeah. um, okay yeah. So, yeah, I would say, yes, that they they were very meticulous with uh, keeping uh, good track of everything. Some of the receipts and stuff that I've got, um, I've got a big box right here of actual stuff that came out of Colonel Parker's office that I've, <laughs> I've been going through. And I've even got some of the shorthand stuff that was from his secretary. And I've got uh, like they are uh, the letters that were writ that were done. Um, and then he signed it and they sent one and then he would keep one for himself. So it's like the carbon copy that he kept for wow. himself from the fifties. Wow.
1: So that yeah, is so cool. A, a whole
3: box of fifties carbon copies from Colonel Parker's office.
1: Oh, my I goodness. am <laughs> thinking about at the international, whenever they started going through boxes that they found letters and like grocery store receipts from the Colonel. Do you, do you remember that sky? Yeah. When we heard about yeah. that.
0: Yeah. Yeah, well that's like...
3: it, it was in his contract that he got his groceries were paid for by the Las Vegas Hilton. So he would he would take his station wagon, he would make his list out, turn it in, and then he would get a station wagon pull around back and then his groceries came from the kitchen.
0: Well, that oh.
2: makes a whole lot of sense. That so, makes so much <laughs> sense.
3: So if you're Colonel Parker, why are you going to go down to your, you know, the grocery store? All you got to do is run over to the Las Vegas Hilton. They've got everything you want in there. And yep. that was, he was so close with Baron Hilton that Baron Hilton was totally fine with it. That's
1: Doesn't surprise me at all. That man <laughs> had so many tricks up his sleeve. Doesn't surprise me.
0: No, and I heard more... people
1: call you the colonel too. You you have a lot of similarities. Um, <laughs> Running business. <laughs> yeah, I mean... I...
3: You know, running an Elvis business has made me have an admiration for the man because yeah, mm-hmm. there's a lot of stuff that you that people just don't think about. Um, mm-hmm. You know, like when I was uh, going through all these uh, boxes of stuff that just came in, like there's all these letters from the colonel, and it's it's uh, you know he had to put newsletters together, he had to get the information mm-hmm. out for um, uh, for the concerts and everything. There was a um uh, let me see what i do with it there was a hotline an elvis concert hotline let me see hold oh on my give goodness. me two seconds
1: what say. i'm sorry like you call a phone number and it <laughs> ring <laughs> ring you've lost that love and feeling um,
0: yeah so it
3: was let's see what's it maybe it was in this stuff here um yeah there was like a hotline i need to figure out more what this was like and a, f- a phone
1: number that you would call.
3: Yeah, I, I must have already filed it, um, but it had the tour schedule on it, and then it said, uh, "Like uh, call the hotline." It had a phone number that was on there, and it was basically information that you could get for Elvis's upcoming tours.
2: That's really smart. I'm like, I won't.
3: Oh, I didn't know this.
1: Yeah. No, I want to so try that phone number now.
3: I will. I will find it and send you a picture of it.
2: <laughs> Perfect.
3: I'll, I'll <laughs> bring number. it up. It's here somewhere.
2: That's like, it's again, it's just, you learn something new every single day. Um, And even when I I was talking to Charles last night and he was saying like, the Colonel wasn't as bad as he was portrayed to be. And he really, he really like loves the Colonel. He was really close with him. He was saying, and I was, I thought that was so interesting because I feel like as I'm learning more as an Elvis fan, um, I'm starting to realize that a little bit too, like um, Mm
0: -hmm. that he wasn't
2: as bad as people um, put him out to be, but it's a learning experience every day so
3: <laughs> yes absolutely
1: that's very true yes is there any advice of like for people who are wanting to start a collection because now you have me interested i want to go to a garage sale and get a scarf <laughs> <laughs> um She's that's like my go-to at this point
3: <laughs> um best thing to do is just uh start with a, a price guide um i've got a lot of different ones there's the, the Roslyn craner one is really good um Uh, Steve Templeton did one on the movie posters years ago. That one is really good. Um, There's one that Sean O'Neill did on the 50s stuff. The best thing to do is just kind of familiarize yourself with what's out there. Uh, Understand there's a lot of bogus stuff, too. There's a lot of fakes. There's a lot of copies. Mm -hmm. So you just kind of have to do your due diligence um, to just kind of figure out if it's, you know, uh, if it's old you know, yeah. just—I mean, I've learned doing this long enough. You know, kind of textures of paper. Um Crazy enough, just the simple smell test. You know, just kind of like, oh God, yeah, that's old.
1: Oh, that's. <laughs> oh,
3: here's my yo. Here it is, right here. Here's my here's my sheet with my, with the phone number on it. Oh my God, um, I'm gonna
1: need a close up of that so I can call it.
3: The May tour contains two incorrect dates. May. Uh, 23rd should be Providence, Rhode Island, not Cincinnati. May 25th should be Rochester, New York, not Providence, Rhode Island. Please make these corrections. June's tour. Elvis isn't stopping to catch his breath as he has a June tour all set. The cities and dates are listed below. This ended up being the last tour. Tour phone. This is it. Tour phone. The tour phone should be operational by June 1st. The phone number is listed below. However, please before using the tour phone, you must read the information containing on page 3. We don't want any misunderstandings concerning the phone service. Again, please read page three, which I don't have. Uh, It gives the phone number uh, 241-2003. Just remember 2001 plus
2: two. Wow. That's so cool. Victory, do not.
3: (laughs) Now, I don't know if this was Colonel that did this, if it was a fan club that did this. Uh This is all the sheet that I got, but at some point... In seventy-seven, there was a tour phone number.
2: Damn! Well, that that's smart. That is very, very smart that's, to have that
1: again ahead of their time. Yeah, I feel yeah. like not yeah. many people did that.
2: Yeah, yeah, that's so cool. Can Colonel? wow. so can people reach out to you if they ever have questions about if something's like real or not?
3: Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, okay. I I try to respond. Um, I, I'm working. I'm trying to be better about. You know, doing that, I, I just get so busy with, you know, when collections come in, it's like yes, a dump truck of stuff that comes in at one time, you know. so yeah. um
1: we understand. But,
3: but yeah, they can, um, I have a work number, which is uh, 901-949-1977. And so they can call nice. or they can email uh, the Elvis Pawn Shop at Gmail. Um, so, yeah, yeah I mean, good. I'm always glad to help if somebody has questions on if it's real or not
2: yeah no that's really good to know because I definitely feel like um people do when they especially if you're not used to collecting um and you find something you're like is it real like oh my gosh mm-hmm. like um and now I feel like we can talk about your event that you put on um just just tell the podcast what you do because it is so freaking cool I saw all the photos from this past Elvis week and I was like I wish I was there like <laughs>
3: So it's at uh, it's at the Holiday Inn right there on um, Elvis Presley Boulevard, and we do it uh, every birthday. We have uh, so birthday we sing Happy Birthday. We have a cake cutting. Um, Tish Henley, Elvis's nurse, she's in charge of the cake. Um, oh. She picks a good one usually. She likes to put nice. Elvis's picture on it and everything. She goes on all out. And <laughs> she's so uh, sweet. We have uh, just you know a variety of guests. Uh, Low Hayes. Um, Elvis's jeweler (gasps) he's yeah he he's kind of gotten hooked on it he's really enjoyed it Uh, and uh, Sherry and Angie Lacker who are the daughters of Marty Lacker Mm -hmm. um, they come and Elvis's cousin cousins come sometimes and Bardahl who played football with them come and um, you know uh, Dean Nicopolis has been um, and we do it uh, for Elvis week too so I basically invite you know the Elvis people they come um, they're there as long as they want to be or as short as they want to be uh, don't tell them but it's, they're trying to like herd cats so I just let them do their own thing
0: okay. <laughs> I love that <laughs> so
3: is, is, is that person going to be here today? I don't know they may be taking a nap when you get here I don't know uh, run, just browse. let them do what they need to do Yeah, I'm like hey you know what when I'm 80 years old I'm going to be moseying around doing what I want to do Mm -hmm. Uh, Mm-hmm. Ron Strauss, the pilot of the Lisa Marie, he's there a lot of (laughs) times. He's Um, so
1: nice.
3: He's super cool.
1: Yeah, Uh, he's so nice.
3: And it is a a free event. It is the Elvis week that I remember. Um, I've been going to Elvis week uh, consecutively since 99. I went to the 20th and then I missed 98. But I've been going since 99. And uh, it used to be where you had access to the people for free. I met you know, wow. Scotty Moore and DJ Fontana. Oh
2: my gosh. Dave Phillips,
3: uh, you know, like all these people, it didn't cost anything to, to meet them. And so, uh, that's kind of how I try to, uh, replicate the festival is the Elvis weeks that I remember when, you know, you just rolled in there and there was Joe Esposito. Oh yeah.
2: my gosh. Wow.
1: You're, that's so kind thank you of for you, honestly thank off. you yeah
2: because that's a lot of work I know it's a lot of work and to and to put on a free event too like thank you for continuing to do that and make so that kind. accessible thank for you people. um because it gets it gets expensive like I was looking at mm-hmm. the uh, you know the stuff they're talking about Elvis week's going on sale now and we were I was looking at the room rate and I was like oh oh boy that's that's a pretty penny so <laughs> <laughs> to have something like this that like and it to have all those people in one place, like you were mm-hmm. saying, like that's huge. So thank you for putting all the time into that. And well, that. I
3: remember coming down in my twenties um, to Elvis Week, and there I, I got I met a really nice lady named Sharon Parker who started the singing Happy Birthday at the Gates, and oh uh, gosh, so she's yeah. like another Elvis mother. You know, yeah. I got a few of them. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> She stayed at the Heartbreak Hotel and she said, you know, would you like to stay at the Heartbreak during birthday and Elvis week? And I go, I can't afford that. (laughs) And she goes, well, I mean, if you're okay with like some cushions on the floor, she's like, you can stay. I'm like, oh, I'm in. And he's like, no, (laughs) I'm in. So that's, you know, it was like, well, gosh, I either sleep on the couch or sleep on the cushions on the floor. I mean, it's cushions. So, I mean, Uh I'm like, I just want to be here. I want to make this work. So luckily exactly. for me, um, you know, some of the original Elvis fans that I met, you know, they were like, "Now you don't have to rent a car. We'll take you wherever, so nice. yeah. you know, so so nice. it, it was like, I, I got loved on by the Elvis fans early on, you know, uh, when I didn't have a lot of money to, to make it work. And that's, uh, mm-hmm. and I look back now and I'm thinking like, geez, I can't believe I made it all those years. Cause like, yeah, I didn't have a lot of money. So yeah. Yeah. And it it was, a you know, I mean, it, it, you know, it it was expensive then for me, you know, with, with the person who just doesn't have the, the funds to do it. And that's mm-hmm. why, you know, I do the thing at the Holiday Inn because it's like, oh, yeah, you can come over there and hang out all day. It won't cost you nothing.
1: Thank so thank cool. you. So you're making cool. it accessible for those who can't yeah. always afford everything. So thank you for yeah.
2: that. Is there going to be. Um, so is it always on Elvis's birthday for the birthday one? on january uh, i think
3: we're gonna sh- i think we're gonna close on the 7th i think it's okay. four five six and seven okay. of january next year
2: okay cool well
1: so. we will we're gonna be there we'll see yeah ya. we're, you we're trying to we yeah.
0: are
2: really trying to make it happen so. huh. <laughs>
3: we will absolutely be there <laughs> i'm
2: excited
1: you should come
3: see graceland at christmas time
1: we're we're that's the plan that's the plan that's the plan <laughs>
2: I really want to do um, like the literal Christmas tour um, because yes. I actually, I actually went last December, so I saw it as at Christmas. But I did okay. the regular UVIP, so I didn't do the at night one. And now I really want to experience the at night one because of course, like that's when Elvis was awake and I want to be there at, at night. So
3: it's, it's got a different vibe, doesn't it? Yeah.
2: Yeah, it does. I love, I love it at Christmas. Like I love the red so much. It's so beautiful and it's just so warm and cozy. And so, yeah, I'm excited. What, yeah. uh, what,
3: did, what artifact did you get to see?
2: Um, I held, it was a white belt that he wore. Oh wait, no. That was before me. Mine was the casual um, white belt that had like the brown triangles on it. There's so many pictures okay. of him in it. Yes, so many pictures. Yeah,
3: he, I think that was the one he wore at the Malco Theater with the fans.
2: Yeah, I yeah yes. Um, and I at the time didn't realize like that that was a belt that he wore a lot. I thought it was just like a casual belt he wore around Graceland, and then as time has gone on. I've just seen more and more pictures of him wearing it. And I'm always like, that's the bell I held. Like, I can't get over it. And I was looking at all the cracks and stuff while I was holding it. I was like, damn, this thing is so old. Like, this is crazy. So, yeah, that was really fun. I'm so happy that they, they do that there. Um,
3: the, the, the night tour, they had the uh, the badge that Roy Nixon gave him where he takes his picture in the living room with all yes. the guys.
2: Yes. yes. Yeah. And I, I
3: knew Roy Nixon. And so uh, he was, he he came to one of my events one year. And um, so like standing in the living room at Graceland and then they like whip out the badge and I'm like, You're like uh-uh, oh, uh uh-uh.
0: there, no <laughs> yeah. there it it's is. There
2: it is. It's in this space right now. It's crazy. It's crazy.
1: I'm like,
3: I see a lot think... of Elvis stuff, but y'all are just killing me right now. Yeah. <laughs>
1: I think it's so funny what Angie has, and she knows that she has. She just like casually
2: pulls it out. She's like, "This is this," and we're all like, "Oh, and we're like what? <laughs> like what the, like what? The, the key to Tupelo? Like just casual? <laughs> like I'm just like okay, like cool, like
0: <laughs> right? I
2: just I can't. It's it's so cool, and I love it so much. And um for everyone listening, definitely if you go to birthday, if yep. you go to Elvis Week, go to John's Festival. Seriously." Um, it, it's the place to be i saw all the pictures last it year is. and i was like i wish i was there but we will be there next. well year. we're gonna be there are, next year
3: you guys will have to come hang out with Lil hayes
2: yes yes with love he looks like he seems like just such a gem of a person yes like he he's very so cool, cool. He's so he's cool. very cool well to wrap up this we only have like two fan questions and then we're gonna we're gonna wrap it up um but this this has been so fun john i love this um Pam wants to know. This actually might be hard. What was the first Elvis song you ever heard?
3: Love me tender. <gasps>
0: I
2: it. love that song. That's
3: my favorite. My favorite. Me-
1: he
2: knew it immediately. I know.
3: <laughs> yeah, it was. Well, I, it was on a cassette tape, and uh, I still have the cassette. And um, remember, I, I was like, "Aloha, Elvis!" Right? Seventies yeah. Elvis. So yeah. I hear "Love Me Tender," and I'm going to be honest. I'm going to be honest with you. I heard it, and I'm like. I don't like it. No, I get not, it. It's not, not a song
1: it. for everyone. I get and it. And then
3: the <laughs> very ne- the very next song was The Wonder of You. Okay. And then I'm like, "Oh, I like this guy yeah. again." <laughs> that's I how it. i remember love love me Tender" because i wasn't impressed so
2: funny that's so funny you're like i'm not i'm not 50s i'm 70s thank you
3: <laughs> i found out at like age six no i'm a 70s guy that's so funny <laughs>
1: everyone has their
2: era i you knew right it. away though
1: that's good
2: yeah honestly and then um this is a great question this is from okay it's either hallie or Haley. i'm so sorry mm-hmm. um how do you choose what you sell and what you take home?
3: Oh, great question. Yeah. Um, it is the uh, it's the, I, I call it the wow factor. So if I'm going through a box of something and I see it, I'm like, oh, that's cool. Oh, that's cool. Wow. Well, <laughs> it, it doesn't make it anywhere else so
1: it's going home with you
3: (laughs) yeah i mean if it's cool i like that that's neat oh i never saw one of those but yeah if i if if i get the wow wow okay that's that's mine then i love that like you know just like the sheet of paper with the call number on it i'm like yep wow that's cool okay that's mine
2: you're coming (laughs) with me thank you I love it. I think I that's a good that. way to judge, honestly. Yeah. I think that's perfect, so.
1: <laughs> if it was, I would have that problem. I'd be like, well, I like this. I like this. Like, I would like all of it and bring it all home. <laughs> that would be my problem over here.
3: You just there. There's so much Elvis that, you know, mm-hmm. it, it, and also, too, like, uh, I have, I know some people that collect, you know, like, international and Hilton stuff, and
0: yeah. then some yeah. people
3: are into the records, and some mm-hmm. people are into the 50s stuff, and some people like the yeah. movie stuff, and... I just got, man, I got all of it, but, uh, you know, it's like it, you just got to like pick your, I don't know, like it, maybe just start focusing in on like what you really like,
1: what you like. Um, yes.
3: You know, some people like Elvis photos, some people like mm-hmm. Elvis buttons, you know, it's like, uh, like what, what, like what resonates with you mm-hmm. and you just kind of go, wow, that's cool. Like one of the things I brought over, I'll show you guys real quick here. Um, so, oh, oh! I'll show you two WoWs. So this was in a right. box the other day when uh, they sold the Circle G Ranch in 67. Yes. Like, this is the original inventory list.
1: Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, it
3: has a list of everything that was sold uh, November 4th, 1967. I never saw that before.
1: Oh, my gosh. November 4th. Oh, my gosh. Just that happened. was uh, a yeah. couple
3: days ago. And yeah. Then, like, the RCA... Catalogs from seventy two. Oh. You could go oh get these, and it has what like. Six. a
1: cutie batootie Oh my
3: and then goodness. And in the back says summer festival.
1: <gasps> yes. But,
3: but this was this was what I learned yesterday. There were two variations. There was a January and February, and it says oh, wow. Las Vegas and International Hotel. So this was when uh, the La- International Hotel was transitioning to the Las Vegas Hilton, and yes. then by summer. Uh, it just says Las Vegas Hilton. So Las Vegas wow. Hilton, the international hotel, Las Vegas Hilton. So we know now sometime between February of 72 and August of 72, the international was, name was dropped.
2: Was transitioned. Wow. wow. And I,
3: yeah. So there's two variations of the same RCA record book. And I didn't know there was variations on the thing. That's cool. I mean, cool. That's the, cool. Hilton. So yeah, I just noticed yesterday. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to keep those.
2: Yep. That's cool. <laughs>
3: Wow, like that's cool! I didn't
2: know that. Yeah, the information yeah, like an item can tell you. Like it's just so I don't know. It's so cool. Like the I history. love that so much. Do you have space for any of this anymore? Like, how do
3: you? Um, Is your house filled up? <laughs> uh, no, no. I, 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 try not to go. Like, it, it's. Uh, I try not to have a ton of stuff. I try to go from quantity to quality. Yeah, yeah. Um, so you know, it's like I, I try to scale back. Like. I don't have a lot of Elvis books. I have a lot of price guides and auction catalogs and and stuff like that. So I don't Mm -hmm. like, I have a lot of, I have more inventory than I do of a, than a collection. Because I just, I just scale stuff back. And then it's like, if I get something and this one's better than the other one, then I'll upgrade it and get rid of the other one. So I try to just, you know, fine tune uh, some of the collections that I've done, you know, you just walk in and Elvis just has erupted just everywhere (laughs) and it's like yeah there's my plates there's my decanters there's my christmas ornaments you know and i'm like
2: you're like (laughs)
0: Like,
3: show me the good stuff (laughs) you like plates congratulations i'm glad you (gasps) like plates you know but but then they'll be like um plates uh, like perfect example with this one i just see it sitting here um you know, like you you meet an original fan, and they're like, "Oh, uh, like it's it's my plates, it's my ornaments, it's my decanters, it's my Christmas or you know whatever," and then it's like, uh, "Well, did you ever see Elvis?" "Oh yeah, I seen him." "Oh, did oh you take God. any pictures?" "Um, yeah. I mean, I've got a scrapbook. It's like, well, you know, like, oh, there's my ticket. There's my photos." <laughs>
1: Oh my, oh my god. Wait, are those from her perspective?
3: Yeah.
0: Yes.
1: Out in the audience? Yes. Oh I my. Would,
0: I, yeah.
1: I am okay. such a fan of seeing the audience point of view of photos, and they're so rare to come by.
3: Yeah, so this whole book is nothing but original snapshots. And wow. Let me I see. S- That's amazing. If I might have one in here. I think it was this collection that... Let me see. Must have been maybe the other one. I have one that has Charles Stone sitting in the front row.
0: Oh my
2: gosh, how cool. Like <laughs> it's so funny. Like, hey, like, yeah, I have all these plates. Oh, I guess I have the scrapbook too, I guess. Like Yeah, that, that's it's, more impressive.
1: <laughs> that
3: that that is that is definitely where the original fans versus the younger fans, because we can't fathom seeing him. We can't even imagine right? being on the same planet that he was breathing. Yes. Yeah. Like, you know, you you talked you talk to these fans, they're like, oh yeah, I, I want to see Elvis.
2: It's <laughs> Hi, hello.
3: Right? Yeah. <laughs>
2: it, it, Whoa. It's it's so like we, we talk about this quite a lot on here. It's so hard for us to bring Elvis like off the page, off the screen. We only know him from photos, yeah. pictures, videos. We don't know what it's like to see Elvis in person. Like actually picturing picturing him in front of me is like crazy. Like it's <laughs>
3: I bought a collection and I said to, I didn't have time to go through it. You know, it was just boxes and boxes. I said, so like, did you ever see Elvis? She's like, oh yeah, I see him. I was like, so they're like ticket stubs in there? Yes. Are there like photos? "Uh, Yes. Are there menus? I don't know. I said, did you see him in Las Vegas? And this was her answer. Are you ready? I don't know. I saw him so many times I forgot. (laughs) What? (laughs) What? You that saw him viable? so many times, you forgot? Bi- so God, possible. No, I saw him so many times. <laughs> I can't, dude. Can my, you so imagine
1: th- to be, like, so casual about that? Like, oh, yeah, I just, we're festies. Some of these
3: people <laughs> that I know, like, saw him at least 50 times. Like, one lady I know saw wow. him close to 50.
2: They went on
1: tour
3: and with
2: him. She, <laughs> she has she, my heart.
3: She said, uh, she goes, yeah, she said, I saw him at the midnight show. Uh, the the dinner show, the midnight show, and the three a.m. show. I saw him three times in twenty four hours.
2: Oh my god. I would have too, man. <laughs> if only I would have too. If only, like seriously. Like this just it's it's crazy. And her husband's
3: like, yeah, by the 3 a.m. show I was done. He's like, I just <gasps> stayed in the room.
2: I'm like, what? Y'all what are is killing
3: me. here. It's
1: so cool. I just girl, in between those shows, we had have been looking for him off
2: stage. like, sir. Literally, sure. I'm like, where's he at? We gotta find him.
3: <laughs> no, wow. but the, the, the original Elvis fans, they're so awesome. Yeah, You know, they keep these treasures and, you know, now they're just kind of, uh, you know, as everybody's getting older, you know, it's like, it, it's, it's a rush. It's, it's, it's literally like a crunch for time
0: yes. to save history. Yeah.
3: Like it's, yes. it's, we're yes. literally at crossroads where it could literally a massive piece could end up in the garbage. Yeah, Yeah.
1: that's so Mm -hmm. scary and sad to think about because I mean, we're trying our hardest to get everyone that we can to talk and document it so it can be on a platform that can carry out for like years to come. But like finding these people and getting in touch with them is, we feel it's very hard. So I can only imagine
2: your collection.
0: yeah.
2: Yeah. Like what you were saying with getting them in one spot and thinking about all the factors, like even for us, it's like, well, would they even know how to like, like you go on a podcast like use a computer to talk like like exactly like it's like they some of them literally wouldn't and so it's it's crazy it, it really is like there. it we are in a crunch for time like you explained it.
3: it's it's very yeah it's very challenging mm-hmm. um i i will say this if if i'm sure um and i i, I could s- s- say this pretty confidently just about any of my guests would probably do your show
2: that is great to hear that is that so is great actually, to hear yes <laughs> um because it, it's we haven't had anyone who has known elvis yet on here um It'd be and, an and, honor yeah and that was like the yeah. biggest thing is like would they like want to come on or do they know how to come on so that that's um good to know.
3: i could i could uh i could probably easily get tish and lee on here for you
2: oh that would be amazing that would be, be, amazing. Amazing. <laughs> that oh would be amazing john i would love that uh, <laughs> i've
3: had my 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 beats here but you know i would just be like okay we're just gonna sit down here put this on click this okay you're live all right go for it
2: <laughs> oh my goodness love yes. what i was... yes please, please sweetheart talk after please. this and make that happen because that would be amazing yes. <laughs>
1: Well, she's got anywho- some great
3: stories. She's she's an oh, awesome I lady.
2: Imagine. I can Yeah, you know, right? I can only imagine her experiences. Oh, my goodness. I've heard great things about her and um, just how kind she is, too, and, like, the blankets mm-hmm. that she makes. Everyone always raves about the blankets. I'm like, I want a blanket. <laughs> I want I know, to go right? get one I'll myself.
3: <laughs> I mean, a blanket that was made by Elvis's nurse.
2: Yeah, like, oh, come
3: on. Like, I why know.
1: not? <laughs> where, where do you think I she I would stumble all- that every night
3: where do you think she gets all that fabric from
2: oh i wonder where i wonder where john <laughs>
3: hey man i don't sew <laughs> oh i don't sew
2: so funny i love that i seriously love that so much and Hold all that up. makes fabric me... from where, where's the fabric from from john
0: right from, I, like, I hope but,
1: like what is it like,
3: so what? they did all this <laughs> fabric 10 years ago 15 years ago maybe
1: Oh, and
3: so it comes in and there is like, you know, just these big bolts of fabric uh, that will be in a collection. Like I'll open a bag up and I'll be like, oh, wow, look at all the fabric. OK, put that aside. And then I give it to Tish and then Tish is the one she makes. So she takes the fabric from Elvis fans and then makes it into something and it goes back to an Elvis fan.
2: I love that so much. I I want one now. That's so cool. I will be. We'll be we'll we'll be yeah. there, Victory. We'll we'll get one. Don't you worry. We'll I want one. I want one.
1: <laughs> to sign it. Like, hello. Sign my blanket. <laughs>
2: amazing. I love this so much. It's so fun talking to Elvis just Elvis people in general, Elvis fans and learning something new. I love it.
3: Well, I, I appreciate you guys having me on. I really do because yeah. um, you know, I'm I sometimes I feel like I get pulled in a hundred different directions with what I do and and you know, like sometimes I'm you know, not necessarily always out there to answer questions or, you know, talk to people and stuff like that. Yeah. So I, I try to I try to embrace the, the gift that I've been given with what I do. Um, mm-hmm. And so I really appreciate getting to talk about Elvis. And, you know, I, I it's still really it's not sunk in that this is what I do. Like, yeah, like it really That's does. your
1: job. So you get to every do what you love for a, your job. To,
3: yeah, I, I literally deal with Elvis Every day.
2: Every day. Every day. (laughs) I
3: don't don't get tired of him. I listen to him. I love watching his films and I don't get to watch him as much as I'd like to. But, Mm -hmm. um, you know, I just I really enjoy him. And and, uh, you know, I guess I guess if the company had a motto, I guess it would be like, you know, if you take care of Elvis Elvis, will take care of you. (laughs)
1: I love him so much. You are are really embodying what he stood for and you were such a joy to talk to and so informative. So it's been an honor to be able to speak with you seriously. And we can't wait to,
2: we'll see you in person soon. I know. I know. Again. I know. (laughs) I feel
1: like we haven't met him before. We've seen him in person.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Before you hop off though, where can people reach you at?
3: Um, Your social media or anything. Yeah. So the office number is, uh, 901-949-1977. Um, the email is the Elvis Pond shop at com. And then, um, on social it's, uh, Instagram, it's the EP Boulevard pawn shop, eBay, the EP Boulevard pawn shop, and, uh, Facebook is all the ep boulevard pawn shop.
0: Perfect. So and wow. I, I try to, I
3: try cool. to post, you know, the fun stuff and be informative on there and, yeah,
2: uh one second. What you just posted recently, like finding his last book that he ever read. Yeah. Oh my gosh. That's
3: that only the th- crazy. That's only the third one I've ever seen.
2: That is wild.
3: And yeah, it
1: has wild. the note in it and everything. That's crazy.
3: That literally was just in a box. Yeah. And then I found I one can't. like ten years ago <laughs> and a friend of mine had Larry Geller sign it for me
2: oh my god oh i <laughs> so john larry lives here how do we get larry to your event in february
3: we gotta um, make it um <laughs> i don't know yeah because he lives like in sedona or he somewhere. lives in
2: sedona yeah 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 well
1: i was like we gotta make it happen i know he's there <laughs> out. that's just uh it's just <laughs> see you there yeah well, well, if
3: you fly out, maybe you could like I don't know, try the charo hat on or something like that if you're going to come all that way.
1: Oh, okay.
2: Well, I am goodbye.
1: Credit <laughs> card, cha ching, cha ching, coming. It's like, just like
2: passing in my seat, like it's fine.
1: <laughs> try on the charo hat that touched no, Elvis's hat.
2: Like I can't. Like we're Is not. Is there sweat
1: stains? I know that's how to authenticate it. Is there sweat stains in the hat? <laughs>
3: um. No, I mean it's sweat? actually pretty. It's in pretty remarkable shape. His name is on That's the amazing. side of it.
0: <gasps>
3: yeah, and my it was God. made oh by Nudy, who made the uh, Golden yes. Max.
1: Oh, oh my, my gosh!
3: But it, ha- to my knowledge, it's not been back to Arizona since the filming of the movie. So it will be the How first.
2: Exciting!
3: It will be a homecoming for it. It will. I'm That's excited. So I'm so nervous about this. I'm driving it.
2: Oh my God. Yeah. I don't blame you. I don't blame you. I don't blame you either. Which that's honestly. Like, that's like 21 hours, right? 20, 21 hours from. Memphis yeah. But it's going to be
3: in the front seat. It'll be, it'll be like strapped in the front seat with the seatbelt on, you know, yeah. like it's
2: no, yeah. I know, but I'm saying that's a Get long a drive. Like, that's commitment. Yeah. like I've looked up yeah. that drive before. It's long.
3: <laughs> it is long. I'm like, you know what? I'm not flying with the Charo hat. That's it's not nope. happening absolutely so i will i'll drive it out but but anyways but yeah i appreciate i appreciate y'all having me on this has been this has been really fun this has actually been the best part of my day
2: (gasps) oh i'm not kidding it has been the best part of the best part of our day (laughs) you don't understand it has it's been a day for us too so thank you for bringing the joy bringing the elvis magic and cadillacs as always tcb and tlc bye guys bye Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of Elvis and the Pink Cadillac. To connect with us, follow us on our socials at Elvis and the Pink Cadillacs on Instagram and TikTok.
1: And share your Elvis stories and experiences with us at ElvisandhePink at gmail.com and you may be featured in the next episode. We'll see you next time, and for now, TCB and TLC. Bye! Bye!